everyone, this is Emily from The Female Abroad, and you are listening to the Incurable Wonderlusts podcast, which offers tips, tricks, and trips to help make you a more confident and knowledgeable traveler. Here we provide and discuss firsthand knowledge from our trips to make sure your trip planning is easier. Be sure to follow so you can find this podcast when you really need it and visit thefemaleabroad.com for podcast transcripts, our social media links, and more information that can help you with all your travel planning. Hello, thank you for waiting for our return or welcome if you're new to the channel. After surgery, the holidays, catching both RSV and COVID, the Incurable Wonderlust podcast is now back. It was rough, but we're back to our weekly Thursday episode launches. I hope you had some time over the holidays to spend it with those that you wanted to. So as a start to 2023, let's jump back into our first episode of the year, which is all about hotel rating systems. Now, I'm sure that you've gone to TripAdvisor, Expedia, Yelp, or any other rating websites to see what user reviews are of a property, but then you notice the hotel says it's four stars or five diamonds. Or maybe you noticed a plaque outside of a hotel while you were in Europe that stated a star rating. But these ratings never seem to match what people are actually saying. So how is the hotel deciding what their rating actually is? Now, you might be surprised, but these hotel ratings are actually a way to tell what type of amenities the hotel possesses and not the quality or location. Super random, right? Now, if you're able to translate these ranking systems, then you can quickly look at a hotel to determine if it's going to have what you need or want. Now, as I continue through this episode, I will state hotel, but this will refer to any property that could fall under these rating systems, like resorts and even bed and breakfasts, not to be mistaken for Airbnbs, but we won't be looking at campsites or restaurants, which can also fall underneath them. So there's two main rating systems that we'll focus on, which is the star system and the AAA diamond system. There are other rating systems out there like Monkey, which ranks hotels A through F, Green Key, which ranks hotels on their environmental friendliness, and the Salam standard for Muslims to prove that those hotels are friendly for them to stay at. You may even see sites that provide their own ranking systems based on their stays as well, especially if you follow certain travel bloggers. Now let's just start looking at diamonds and stars. Stars in North America are handed out by Forbes, but around the world they are provided by different associations or even government arms depending on the country that's using them. Due to this, stars can vary country to country, so it's not always the most trustworthy either, as a three-star hotel in one country could be a four- or five-star hotel in another country. This is something I came across as a travel agent quite often, especially considering a lot of our clients book places in the Caribbean and South America. So for example, the Malia in Havana is a five-star hotel and the people of Havana are super proud of this one and it's a very pretty hotel. However, if a European or North American decided to stay there, they would find it closer to three or maybe a four-star hotel. With places like Dubai, you can even see properties that are six or seven stars, which is a rating system that is starting to slowly catch on, but it has yet to really take off. So, are you confused yet? Well, if you wanted to get more confused, 
More European countries use the stars, but they also add a flag. So it's almost like a half star point. The flag means that it's not quite good enough in amenities to bump it up a star, but they also don't want to discredit what amenities it does feature, which is above the standard level. Have I made you more confused? Let's try and make this a little bit easier. I'll give you three countries as an example of their differences. So the American Automobile Association, also referred to as AAA, and Canadian Automobile Association, or CAA, uses diamonds in their ratings, which means five diamonds is luxurious, world-class. The accommodations are first class. The physical attributes are extraordinary in every manner. The fundamental hallmarks at this level are providing meticulous service, exceeding guest expectations, and maintaining impeccable standards of excellence. They also offer many personalized services and amenities to provide an unmatched level of comfort. Four Diamonds is top class, excellent service. Accommodations are refined and stylish. The physical attributes reflect enhanced qualities throughout. The fundamental hallmarks of this level include an extensive array of amenities combined with a high degree of hospitality, service, and attention to detail. Three diamonds are very comfortable and well-appointed. So properties are multifaceted with a distinguished style, including marked upgrades in the quality of physical attributes, amenities, and level of comfort provided. Two diamonds is comfortable, pleasant, and casual. They provide modest enhancements to the overall physical attributes, design elements, and amenities of the facility, typically at a moderate price. One diamond, basic comfort, unpretentious, but good. They provide essential no-frills accommodations and meet the basic requirements for comfort, cleanliness, and hospitality. Now, Canada alone has its own program called the Canada Star Quality Accommodation Program, but it's completely voluntary and most properties prefer the CAA slash AAA rating, but if you are interested, the CSQAP rankings are five stars plus awarded to properties for consistent superior quality amenities and service while maintaining the criteria for a five-star rating. Five stars, luxurious accommodation with extensive personalized services, amenities, and facilities. Four plus stars, awarded to properties for consistent superior quality amenities and services while maintaining the criteria for a four-star rating. Four-star, expanded services and facilities, the quality of the amenities and facilities are superior. Three star plus, awarded to properties for consistent superior quality amenities and services while maintaining the criteria for three star rating. Three stars, high level of service with additional features and facilities. The quality of these services and amenities are above average. Two star plus, Awarded to properties for consistent, superior quality, amenities, and services while maintaining the criteria for the two-star rating. Two-star. Clean and maintain, providing comfortable facilities and some services and amenities. One-star plus. Awarded to properties for consistent, superior quality, amenities, and services while maintaining the criteria for one-star rating. One-star. Basic, clean, and well-maintained facilities, providing limited services and amenities. I know this is super boring, but stick with me. I'm almost there. <laughs> the last country that we'll look at is the Philippines. 
The reason I picked this is because they don't only have a star rating, but they also have a point rating too, just to make it a little more confusing. So a zero star rating, which has zero to 250 points, just means you don't want to stay there basically. <laughs> a one star rating, which is 251 points to 400 points, has limited facilities and services. It appeals to budget-minded tourists. Two stars, which is 401 to 550 points, appeals to tourists looking for more than basic accommodation. It has expanded facilities and a higher level of comfort. Three stars, 551 to 700. Accommodation is deemed good. More spacious public areas and higher quality facilities and a greater sense of service. Four stars, 701 to 850. Upscale in all areas and accommodation is refined and stylish. Service is deemed responsive and has an extensive array of facilities. Five stars is 851 to 1,000. Reflects characteristics of luxury and sophistication. Facilities are deemed world-class in every manner and services are deemed meticulous and exceeding all guests' expectations. Now, if you're like me, what you might be thinking as you listen to me read these out loud are things like, what I consider luxury is different than someone in a third world or even a first world country. What exactly is a basic or pleasant accommodation? What amenities can I expect per level? And diamond sounds so much better than stars. Why do they mean the same thing? I'm sure there's probably a few other questions that have come up, but yes, these ranking systems vary not only from country to country, but definition to definition, as they're quite open to interpretation. It makes it extremely hard for you to guess which country might have what you're looking for. So as a general rule of thumb, what I was taught in school when I went uh, for hospitality and tourism business management, and I also stuck with for my own clients, is the following. A one-star hotel is going to be budget-friendly, basic, and comfortable with the bare necessities. There will be a check-in desk, but it's not going to be active all throughout the day, and de definitely not overnight. There's usually no elevator, and you won't find a pool or restaurant. Expect a private bedroom, but the bathroom might be shared. Two stars. And remember, stars and diamonds can be swapped here, as AAA likes diamonds for some reason, but a lot of other people prefer stars. So two stars. Still basic and budget-friendly. Could be part of a lower hotel chain like Holiday Inn. You can expect housekeeping, a 24-hour reception desk, and an on-site restaurant with limited hours, or they might just serve a continental breakfast. Rooms are private and feature items like TVs and phones, plus a private bathroom. There's a good chance of an elevator. Three-star, improvements compared to the one-star. It might be part of a mid-level train, like the Doubletree or the Ibis. There will be features such as better furnishings, more amenities like elevators, valets, on-site restaurant, possibly a gym and or pool. There will be a restaurant that's open for at least two meal services. It might be aimed at business travelers and offer access to things like computers, fax machines, which people still use, and printers. They're also found in better locations, but usually in business areas of the city, which allows for more affordable pricing. 
Four star, these are often referred to as superior. These hotels will usually have recreation activities like a pool, gym, and spa. You can also find them with full services like concierge, bell service, room service. They might even have multiple restaurants on site. The rooms will be upgraded to feature amenities, decor, and bedding that is higher than the previous three levels. They'll also be located in places where people want to stay. Five star, the best you can get without going into the six or seven star rating. Here you will be weighted on hand and foot if you want to and you have the money to do it. Think concierge, possibly a butler depending on where the hotel is and if you book a suite. Uh, expect over-the-top lobbies, lots of marble, mul multiple restaurants, 24-hour room service, daily housekeeping with possibly a turndown service, gorgeous decor, and everything you could ever want on your trip. They usually have a place to grab coffee or cocktail, and they might even have things like hair salons. Now, with the six and seven stars, these hotels are usually above and beyond what you could even imagine. So they'll have guaranteed butlers, VIP personal service, amenities that could blow your mind. And then they might even have things like art galleries, which are not normally in hotels. Now, in North America, the AAA rating system, the diamond one, is the most popular for two reasons. One, it is typically generates a certain amount of revenue as well as having the highest chance of being allowed to join a chain. Chain hotels do have their own ranking system to determine if a hotel can join their chain and stay as part of the chain. Now, number two, it is also regarded as the most common designation. Now, AAA, like I mentioned before, it does rank things like campgrounds, restaurants, attractions, but we've just focused on what they look for for hotels, which is comfort, cleanliness, and hospitality. If we focus on AAA even closer, if a property wants to get a AAA rating, then they have to send their request to AAA. And if they're approved, then an inspector will just randomly show up at the property anytime, usually when managers are going to be on the property. They'll introduce themselves upon arrival, and then they'll conduct a 33-point inspection looking at specific places across the property, like one, the cleanliness and condition, two, management style of operation, three, exterior and public areas, four, bathrooms, and five, guest bedrooms. This property inspection can take hours depending on how large the property is, but this inspection will continue yearly until either the property falls below the one-star ranking or the property withdraws from the ranking system. Now, I know my head is spinning as this was a ton of information, but I really hope that I've shone a light on what a confusing subject that these hotel ranking systems are, and I didn't just confuse you more. To break down what I went over today, I'll leave you with my tip on how I pick hotels. When it comes to picking a hotel, I will make sure that it's close to where I'm going or where I want to be, or if it's way too pricey, then at least I'll find something that is easy to get to from where I want to go. Then I'll look at the user ratings and reviews. I don't put too much weight on the hotel's ratings, and the reason for that is because I've stayed in gorgeous two-star properties 
that were only that way because they were in heritage buildings and unable to make adjustments like adding elevators or restaurants, pools, or any other amenities that would bump them up the star rating. So if you have the option, don't discredit the lower rated star hotels. Just make your research. Go through, read reviews, see what people are saying about it. Just because it's a two-star doesn't mean that people that are staying there actually find it a two-star. On the flip side of the coin, however, if you do want to stay in a five, six, or seven-star hotel, then knowing which ranking you need to be looking at can help make sure that you stay in the hotel class that you want to and not end up missing amenities that you require, want, or need during your vacation. Now, since this is the first episode of the year, I want to hear what you think. So leave a comment and or a review, depending on which platform you're listening to this on. I know it's now on several, but is there a topic that you found interesting either in the past or currently, or maybe is there a topic that you want to hear about that you are interested in and you want to know more? Just let me know. You can also go to thefemaleabroad.com and leave us a message there. Um, But bit of a side note, thefemaleabroad.com is going through a little bit of an overhaul, so you might see some pages are fuller than others or missing links, but don't worry. We're working on it, and we will get that fixed up, but if you have any questions, just let us know. We're always an email away. Safe travels. Thank you for listening to the Incurable Wonderlust podcast and make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode as well as to make it easy so you can find us when booking your next trip. If you can, recommend the Incurable Wonderlust and the Female Abroad to those that you travel with. Feel free to leave us a rating and review and if there are any topics that you're interested in learning more about or want to hear about, then make sure to include them. Also, do not forget to visit thefemaleabroad.com for helpful tips, tricks, and trips to help you on your next vacation. Are you also interested in booking your own trip but you don't know where to start? Then check out our travel planning services. The Incurable Wonderlust has new episodes released every three weeks. So thanks again for listening, and until you tune in again, safe travels!